Here we are, episode 137 of this little running experiment in fuckery we call the random <laughs> fandom with Brandon and Brandon. We're the two best friends that anyone's could have. Oh, yeah. two best friends. Just not to anyone. each other. No, yeah. But uh, I would be a really good best friend to someone. Well, dress like you are right now. I would invite I you into my home. I would let you solicit <laughs> you, me. Br- or wait, let Brandon you soli- called me Uncle Huxtable today because Well, you have shoulder I pads do... on your... They're not real shoulder pads. What are those? They're fake shoulder pads. I don't. They're just. Why are they on the outside? I don't want to talk about it. Did you buy this for yourself, or was this a gift? I mean, did you find that beanie on the street, or did you buy it from the street? No, I actually took this from someone's uh, ski jacket one time. Oh, okay, cool. I borrowed a friend's ski jacket, and this beanie was inside of it, and I didn't give it back as I found it. Hmm. Yeah. That's stealing. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> cool. It's ski weather right now. We're like at the last of November. We're recording again. Uh, this week, or this time, sorry, weeks aren't times. Well, they are, but not on our timeline. They are time. Um, we are talking about the much hullabalooed about... The Rings of Power? Rings of Power, yeah. So much hullabaloob. It's been a lot of time uh, since, so full spoilers, but uh, yeah. We are going to get into it. I have anticipation for this. I have a lot of thoughts I've been wanting to share with you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, i am got some thoughts as well well um, then this podcast is kind of like the perfect outlet wouldn't you say <laughs> there you go i'm so glad we do this i, I think I, with my thoughts like i have thoughts but some of my thoughts are are a surprise in which i don't feel stronger about it yeah i know that sounds weird i just i'm such a fan of lord of the rings this came and i was like great okay it's not bad but that's like all i feel like i feel so apathetic about the whole thing i, I don't know then why are we doing? Then why are we doing this? <laughs> okay, tell you what. Let's huddle up. Let's give uh, the listeners something that they can really sink their teeth into mm-hmm. via our fake sponsor, which is a good one this week, this time of the week. <laughs> it's Tuesday. Is it? No, it's Monday at the time of this recording. I don't even <laughs> Nobody know. Nobody knows. Um, so let's let's huddle up, uh-huh. and then we'll we'll break that nutshell open Got apart. It. Yep. But in the meantime, while we're doing that, you please listen to our fake sponsor making this episode. Possibly. Hello, my child. This is your Lord and Savior. I am coming to you for a mission of divine importance. To spread happiness, love, and pepperoni to all my children. For in my name you will find the answer. I am Jesus Christ. That's right, you don't need the other guy. What's his name? Jesus something? (laughs) Who cares? Don't bow down to him, kids. He's old. Like, super old. And old people are... Boring! The only god that you should pray to is the god of awesome yumminess, Jesus Crust. At Jesus Crust, we do as promised and put cheese right there in the crust. It's f***ing divine, bro! So get off your knees and ride your bike to Cheese's Crust, where you can not only get a great pizza at a great price, but you are 42% less likely to be molested. Yeah, Cheese's Crust. And break. Okay, huddle has been broken. Now it's time to muddle mm-hmm. up the Rings of Power, um, which came to us via Amazon Prime. Do you think that 
the Rings of Power muddled the whole Lord of the Rings for you? Speaking of, you're a muddler. <laughs> I've been known to muddle on occasion. <laughs> you used to, used to be a bartender. You muddle as a bartender, oh my God. don't you? I mean, you do, but all I did was pour freaking vodka and uh, Bloody Mary mix for a bunch of drunk golfers. Yeah. I, I was so excited to like, hey, I'm going to be like cocktailing it up Tom Cruise style, you know. Yeah. You know, but no, they're and then just they like, get when you throw your, their Bloody Marys. So. It's their fault. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a long time ago. Thanks for remembering. Yeah. What's a, a job that you're not proud of? If you look back at your history, not, it, not that proud pride isn't the thing, but you're like, yeah, I used to do that. It was pretty lame. I did a, a, a SEO search engine optimization job for two days. That must've been boring as it was. Hell. So I wanted to get I don't into even remember that. I, I wanted to get into marketing. And so I was willing to take a huge, like I was on unemployment at the time and I was, I was willing to take less in hourly wage just to get in the industry for marketing. And it was not at all marketing. It was the worst. Sounds like you're doing just data entry. That's exactly what it was. And so you get suckered into that. So basically on the second day I quit in the morning and I said, I will work throughout the rest of the day for you, but that's it. And that's it. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. That's kind of how I felt about Rings of Power. Oh. <laughs> After a few episodes, I was like, I want to quit. Yeah. And I stuck it out mm-hmm. to the finale. And I didn't feel very validated for hanging around. Do you feel it wasn't worth your time? I mean, even as a Lord of the Rings, maybe actually as a Lord of the Rings fan, maybe it makes it worse. But So that's a really good thing to consider because for me, I'm like, Am I more prone to feel critical of this because it's using right. Lord of the Rings name? But then I thought to myself, maybe. But on the flip side, if this show didn't have Lord of the Rings in its name and I ended up watching it as it was, I would have been like, yeah, this show sucked. I almost feel like it it just gets the slight benefit of the doubt from me as a viewer because it had a Lord of the Rings name attached. Although it really doesn't have to do anything with Lord of the Rings. We know they I mean, took... It, it does. Eh, it, it didn't. I mean, me. it actually takes from the... It's inspired by the works of Tolkien. It's not transcribed. It's not... Um, what do they call that one? It's not yeah. adapted in any way. But the Selmarin... Sel, I can never say the word. Selmar, Selmar, Sel, Salmonella? Yeah, the, the Salmonella that Sauron? went into the... No, the Salmarinian or what? What the hell is that even? The, the Silmarillion, I guess. I, mean, I think is, you're thinking of a sommelier. Yeah, yes. The, I'm sorry. It's a Lord of the Rings oh, sommelier. The, somebody who really knows the... The, co- the companion piece that either came out before or after. Yeah, I think it came there. out... I think it came out after. But I mean, yeah, it, yeah. it, it I know goes into like, the lore and the history of... So there, there's a real, real deep and quite like drag of a story that happens living up to the Lord of the Rings that we know. And they took a lot from it, but, um, mm. so, so it did have a, it was, yes, it was inspired by, but I mean, it really, there are some things that were taken pretty directly from Tolkien's well, work. Well, that's fair. Cause I can't speak to that. Cause I never read that. Right. I was and just, I, I didn't either. I was I just I mainstream. Just I just read, read Lord of the Rings. And I think I read the Hobbit as like a early read. Yeah. You know. I read the Hobbit first and not the way to go. Yeah. Not as, not, it's not as sexy, but, uh, I, I just, I think for me, being a fan of the Lord of the Rings helped me get through this. That that simple knowing that, like every time a ring, they would be talking about um, whatever that metal is, the vibranium. Vi- the vibranium. No, um, the freaking chainmail. Starts with an M. 
Mithril. Mithril, thank you. Yes. Every time I'm you thrilled. talk about Mithril, I'd be like, oh, Mithril, I know what Mithril is, and I know how that plays into the lore. And and so there's just, there are things that, you know, and, and that the, the wizard that they kept showing. Oh, don't and, get started. Well, but I mean, you would sit there and wonder who is this character in the grand scheme of Lord of the Rings. Like, you knew it was somebody important. And you eventually sort of kind of get that answer. Yeah. And so things like that were making me interested along the way. There, there was enough carrots to dangle yeah, that made me want to be like, it. okay, so how are they tying this into what we previously knew from the films and the book? Yeah, I, th- I think that, I that's think, a really good way of saying it. And they're just carrots. They yeah, that's fine. But then I don't think any of them fully paid off or were truly realized in a way that felt like impactful to me. Like, mm-hmm. let me just cut to it. Um, the reveal of Sauron. Yeah, the Hal- Halbrand guy. What was that? That was lame. I mean... It was stupid. It is similar, again, to the way it was written by Tolkien. Not the mm. same, obviously. But he was in disguise for like 3,000 years or some shit. Um, and then and who was his lord that he apparently was so... Morgoth. Easy... Is he from the books? Or yeah, they just... okay. he's, the big, he's the original big bad, yeah. So, But he was just easily defeated and we didn't even see anything. It was just exposition. Well, he was defeated, once again, in this like deep lore that they they barely are touching on. You're, you're coming into a story that has thousands of years of previous history and lore, and they're just sort of trying to tell you along the way. But then again, that's kind of how Lord of the Rings did it. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like you didn't, you knew who Sauron was in the, in the movies, in the books, because they told you. Yeah. Same with you knew who Mor- Morgoth is because the story told you. Okay. You know what I, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like impossible with the the deep lore that they have to go all the way back to the beginning and still make it interesting. Yeah, I just feel like this show in its inception of season 1 didn't really have a lot of forward momentum. It's mostly just to say yeah. like, "Hey, you've heard about this person. Here they are hundreds of years ago." Or, "Hey, here's some it just felt like everything was like a cub scout version, like the battles the orcs, the elves, everything just felt like it was had, still had training wheels on. Like it just wanted to do something and be bigger than it was and just had like restrictions for whatever reason. I do want to talk about... It would have been cool to have a big battle scene at some point. I mean, we had little ones. They did that little 10-minute village scene that was right. just like, eh. But the interesting thing is, you know, this is the most expensive show ever made. A lot of CGI, I suppose, but like the battles were left something to be desired by 2022 standards and again living up to its namesake that's going to be such a double-edged sword i wanted it to be good because it's lord of the rings but because it's lord of the rings i do feel more defensive and critical and i just and i don't know if you were to ask me to step on one side of the line i still don't know which side i land on i'm gonna probably feel a little more negative towards the show than positive Mm -hmm. and i think that is because i expected more for something that you know is housing the name of something that's so beloved to me. I thought, I just need to say this. Yeah. I thought the, you know, there were main characters and then there was Gladriel, you know, who's kind of like the main character. Right. I don't know if it was a choice or if it was just the actor herself or it was the way she was directed. I thought she was awful. Hmm. She had like one face for the whole show. She had one tone of voice yeah. the whole show. And I get she is a stoic character and she's very mythical, but like Kate Blanchett, even though she was only like, only gets like twenty minutes of screen, twenty minutes of screen time throughout the three movies, but had like range and like just this aura about her 
that really literally that she had like this. she's glowing yeah. <laughs> she's like glowing this younger version of her this reimagining of her or whatever bland. yeah super bland kate bland chet oh what it was except it wasn't and she like had no range and i just i don't know if that's just the actor's limitations bad casting the way they directed her it sucked it was very annoying every yeah. time she was on screen i was just like can you feel anything there are certain um, characters that I actually really liked. Like, I liked Elrond. I thought him and, uh, was it uh, the elf friend who they basically uh-huh. are doing a season long negotiation? Um, what was his name? Dilmore? I'm not far off. We're looking this up real time. Live research. There. He's right there. Durin. Durin, yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. I, I actually, well, and I actually really like Durin. The, He's probably their, one of my intera- favorite their interactions, those characters. Even though I didn't buy Young Elrond, I'm like, how does he become Hugo Weaving? Like, could they have made him look? You know what it looked like to me? It looked a couple like, of wars in between, a couple sure. of thousand years, yeah. But it looked like the casting of the young Solo, whoever that guy was. Oh God! Versus not as far Harrison off. Ford. That, that was no, but it, it, to me, it was in that realm. It was. I was just like, I'm supposed to believe this guy becomes that guy. I feel like in that situation, it wasn't even about looks. It was about the, the way they the moved, attitude. the way they acted. And in this case, I can see one going into the other, right? He's well, young. Because they both had prosthetic not ears. As, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was all uh, in the he, ears. He's, he's young in this. He's not, he hasn't built up the experience and that kind of wiseness that, you know, he's gotten over the thousands of Would years. Would you say wisdom instead? <laughs> I, I wouldn't, actually. Okay, well, clearly I should. you wouldn't. I should. Your wiseness I, is showing. Yes, yeah. but I'm, so I do think that there are a lot of characters in this that I, I did like, and that I think, I think the real thing that um, kept me going through that the two things that kept me going through this entire show was a, just the simple fact that it was a Lord of the Rings story. So I wanted to be a part of it. I wanted to to watch it and learn about it. The other thing was the characters. Granted, I 100% agree with you. I thought that Gladriel was pretty. One note. One note the whole time. Yeah. And I don't think she was the best central character. Or or maybe I Not should say me. it's she wasn't the best actress. Or maybe she wasn't directed the right way. But her stoicness just it was not... It didn't pull me in. But there are a lot of characters that did. Okay, such as? We just went over Elrond and his short, short little buddy Durin. Yeah, I, I did like those um, scenes. Durin and his him. father. That was good too. You know, um, I actually really liked uh, the Randy Foots, like pretty much that entire. So they're like prehistoric hobbits. Yeah, that's what I think. I can't, I'm not sure, but that's what I felt too. Or who would, but the that people whole, that would later become hobbits. Yeah. The race. Like the nomad version of a hobbit. And sure. I kind of liked that entire thing so, that they had. But why were they moving? I didn't understand that. They were on the Oregon Trail. Give perspective to i mean i think that that's just that's over just... the years that's how with how they've learned to survive oh okay is they they hide they travel and they go with the seasons they're nomads oh okay you know what I sure mean? enough yeah um i didn't understand i'm forgetting the character's name the young boy who's like mom owns the inn mm-hmm. where the orcs end up you know trying to attack he finds a hilt of a was what what was that it was like a key you notice that it was it opened the dam which opened mount doom or something like that yeah i I was really struggling to follow along with that and yeah created the whole mordor area that was i don't think that was like 
as well done as it could have been. Uh-huh. I thought that was one of the strong points, though, uh-huh. of the whole season. I was like, oh, okay, I'll give him that. Like, it was a lot of basically dancing around just to get to that point, which only lasted five minutes. But I thought the execution was well done. I don't think the payoff was quite what they maybe had hoped for. It mm. didn't feel as epic. But I was like, okay, that I can see. Mm-hmm. I can't see how this guy is Sauron. Or I can't see how certain things become what we know to be. But they at least tried to explain that pretty well. And I actually thought it was cool how the map actually like came in at the end of mm-hmm. the sh- uh, b- right before the credits on that particular episode. I was like, okay, that's cool. I still don't know what that thing was. Obviously, it's a piece of a sword or a hilt or something. A la, you know, the broken sword from, um, you know, Isildur. Mm. Yeah. Oh my it god. Wasn't and that, there's no was... way I sorry, I'm gonna jump back on it. how is that guy Isildur? I look at him, I'm like, I get they're supposed to be the young versions of themselves, but I'm like, I don't see that at all. Yeah. Like and I'm not even saying, you know, because he was such an established character from the movies, but just in my mind and from what I've read, I'm like, you know, the how I pictured him, even though he's a young seaman, I I ugh, I didn't get that. Ugh. Yeah. You always cringe at seaman. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> Um, well, what did you think, what did you think of, I mean, cause when I mentioned the, the stranger or the guy who they called the stranger, who you basically are getting the fact that he's some sort of wizard. Oh my, and they're uh, like trying to like troll you all season long. He's Sauron. I'm like, no, he's not. Well, see, I actually, well, I, I didn't know. I, I had no idea. And then at the end when they said those three evil. So, so that his disciples, I'm sorry, but you are so shitty at being a disciple if you don't know who your master is. So Sauron can sort of change his appearance. But they know. Don't they know somewhere uh, beyond? I mean, if they're... I mean, I think they felt that there was a power. I mean, think about that. Like, he's super powerful. They felt that there was a power. And I could have this completely wrong. Yeah. But I feel like that was a draw for them. They were like, somebody... We're sensing a power. Let's go find it. It must be Sauron, who's been in hiding forever. Yeah. And then they get there, and they... They think that he lost his memory, and that's why he's been hiding, or, or that's why he's been sort of out of commission. Sure. And then they find out, oh, he's not. He's something new. He's like a new wizard. They're something. just bad at their job, and yeah, then he yeah. dispatched them like nothing yeah. after they were like badass. And Sith so I think level. that's supposed to be Gandalf. No, that's not Gandalf. That's no. like his grandpa. No. So wizards come from the sky. Yep. Gandalf's not that tall. So this guy was like a giant. He so he. I mean, he is a wizard. Wizards. If are, they try to say that wizards Gandalf. are sort of celestial beings in a, in a, in the in the lore. Okay. And I think they're saying it's Gandalf for two reasons. If they do that, I'm rejecting it. One was when when him and Nora. Sure, the main proud Brandyfoot. Brandyfoot. Yeah. Were about to kind of take off. She's like, I don't know where to go, and he's like, Neither do I, but. You know, if all else fails, follow your nose. And he said that in one of the previous You're right. movies. You're right. And so that was my first thing that... And then admitting... And it would explain how he just comes to know the hobbits from where we picked up from Lord yeah. of the Rings. Or and why he has such an affinity towards them. That yeah. was literally... And they're he, the ones who almost built him to be the good character that he is. Yeah. Uh, and then there was something else. Oh, you know how in the Lord of the Rings he uses um, a moth... Mm-hmm. Like, as, like I can picture of, that scene very well. Yeah, um, when he started realizing his power, they showed like this sort of moth 
I just I remember seeing something like that, and I put those two together. To me, well. I would be so much more <clears throat> accepting of the fact that there's just another wizard. It doesn't have to be Gandalf. Like, there's only like five wizards. Ray doesn't total. have to be Palpatine's granddaughter. You know, no, like I know. can't we just like have them be like their own things? Well, it, there's only I think five wizards, and we know of like three or four of them that we've seen in the movies, like Radagast, yeah, Saruman, Gandalf. Maybe that's it. Sure. So there's two more. So it could be they could make it one of the other two for sure. Yeah, I guess season two will have more to say on that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, what yeah. I want to know, where along the line in Gandalf's, from his start that we saw to where he is in Lord of the Rings, where does he pick up his weed smoking habit? Well, right, hopefully they. I probably on the streets. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when they take a detour. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, I, I'm struggling to remember anything else that really felt important in mm. this show. They basically set up three big reveals. The reveal of Mordor, the reveal of Sauron, and the reveal of wizard possible Gandalf. Mm-hmm. And the rest of it felt like... And the first Hobbits, kind of. Kind of. The rest of it just kind of felt like filt- filler. Excuse mm. me. I didn't understand... Aaron, Aaron Deer, mm-hmm. Aronder, <clears throat> the elf, the elf ranger who is in love with the the human. Yeah, it's like we, what, what was like, it... and what was going on there when he got captured and it was the orcs who couldn't be out in the sun and they had a guy who used to be an elf who's like now their master mm-hmm. who wants to actually challenge Sauron or something like that. I, they thought, or is this Sauron? They, God, they did that a lot. Is this Sauron? He thought he killed Sauron. Or he said he killed Sauron. So what? what is that guy's motivation? Why were they building... Well, he was serving Morgoth, right? I see. I, you I, tell I, me. I don't know. The thing is, is I think that I'm actually a lot more positive about this than you. Sure. I think it absolutely has its flaws. But um, I think what we could have done is really compress this and gotten how many episodes was it? It was like eight or nine. Eight or nine. It could have been like a five. Make off. it six. Yeah. Like tops. I would be. I think. I think make it six. It doesn't need to be as uh, in the weeds. I think, especially in the was. later episodes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I agree with you. One of the things that I was, I felt myself like tapping my foot watching some episodes. Like, like hurry up, hurry yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. They were like, especially in the last, say, three episodes. It really felt like they were just trying to, instead of progressing a story, developing a character, they were just saying, oh, it is like someone at the helm said, just make it epic. I don't know. Just do epic shit. And there was so much slow panning of the camera, slow motion, like fantasy music, Mm -hmm. and just like sweeping action shots. I'm just like, that's stuff that makes Lord of the Rings epic, but you're doing nothing epic of yourself. You're just basically using the epic quote-unquote aesthetics with like the sweeping motion and the fantasy music and i'm just like what are but we doing that, for argument's sake isn't that the best way to make it naturally feel like it's a part of the same lore that we love it was lipstick and a pig really because for me. see i think this show felt more like the original lord of the rings trilogy than Peter Jackson doing The Hobbit. Well, that's later. that's fine. Because I felt like that was even more disconnected Just than the original. Nothing trilogy. I was watching felt earned as a categorical fantasy epic rather than just put the the aesthetics on top of it. 
especially in those last three episodes. I'm, I swear, I can't, it's a hard concept to define. It's a hard thing to kind of articulate right now. But I just remembered, I'm like, we're not doing anything. Like, yeah. this could be 20 minutes less. And it's just like showing the Hobbit people like moving across the field with like fantasy music or like someone combing their hand through like a bushel of wheat as the sun like glistens. I'm just like, this is nothing. This is just, yeah. there's a lot of nothing to this. I uh, also, this is so nerdy of me, but you know, sometimes we just cue in on things. This is pr- a, quite the nerd podcast. I think you'll be fine. Geek, please. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You, you freaking nerd. Um, <laughs> but there was this one scene when, and they did this thing, and I know this is just such a, like a Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, anything fantasy and epic feeling when the the town's about to be sacked, the battle's about to be lost, and the cavalry comes over the hill. Of course. And it yeah. can, it, it and can still be... And they did it in Lord of the Rings too. Oh, a thousand... Multiple times. <laughs> yeah. But it was awesome. And yeah. they made you buy in, mm-hmm. even though you know, like, help's on the way. They did... They tried to recreate that sense, that same feeling in the battle for the village that remains unremembered. <laughs> and then, you know, it's about to be lost. And then who comes up riding with, like, the army she... Galadriel, right? Mm-hmm. I swear to God, there was this part. It was so stupid. There's like death and chaos and fire and battle and swords. Limbs are being chopped off. And then the young boy who found the sword, the I forget his stupid name. Stupid is his name mm-hmm. from now on. They're like he's battling, and then Aaron Deer or whatever his name is is like right next to him. Galadriel comes into the battle, swoops in, saves the day, and she's doing like Cirque du Soleil shit on, off yeah, of her on the horse, horse. And she's yeah. like sideways, upside down, so shooting bows. And then they stop in the battle, swords in hand, and he's like, whoa, who is that? I'm just like, why would you stop? Like, you're going to get killed, you idiot. It was so stupid. And like, and of course, and then more slow-mo, slow-mo, slow-mo. God, they did so much slow-mo. And I'm just... Maybe I'm, if they just didn't do all the slow-mo, they could have shaved off two episodes. I'm saying. Or maybe I should have just watched it at like 1.5 speed and yeah, it would yeah. have just moved at a quicker pace. But I just was like, why would you stop? He's like, uh, who is that? <laughs> it was so dumb. And I hope that kid's, kid dies. He's was In the, real life or, or... Well, yes. Yeah. Okay. Because, well, from a certain point of view, what I told you mm. is true. Uh, yes, because then, well, no, because they could just recast him. So no, I just hope his character dies. <laughs> okay, I, I guess someone you... shouldn't die just because I don't want them to be on a show that That's I'm true. not so hot on. Yeah, and again, I, I'm critical because I care. No, I, but that's then totally I, but, fine. but and, I wouldn't I even care about the show if it wasn't Lord of the Rings. I wouldn't be like I'm never watching it, that again. It, it's like, you know, a lot of people really like the the Matrix re- regurgitations. And Remember that one person who called us like Trump's guy supporters yeah. because we didn't like and the it's last like, one. It's like, dude, <laughs> it, if if you really truly love the original, the OG one, it's okay to be protective of what it's yeah made an imprint on you. It, it's it, and it's absolutely you're the you're the exact person who should be calling out how it felt like it was a disservice to the original one that it, that it's based off of. How I'm it not felt like it was just change. selling out. Yeah, a little bit. I, I'm not saying they can't change. That's that's fine, but like, um, there's but nothing they, wrong with taking in the the thing that you love originally, like wholeheartedly love, and saying it's not. It didn't play homage, and it wasn't didn't feel like it was a good continuation of the thing that I originally love so much. Yeah, like it. It's not up to my standards as a fan, and the, and the hard part is, is that's like super hard to do. 
Peter Jackson couldn't even do it. I mean, you know what I mean? Peter Jackson, after the Lord of the Rings trilogy, was like, well, I'm going to make another trilogy from this one small book. And it was horrible. I mean, it, it should wasn't have been horrible. One, it, it was just should, not good. By comp- And that's the thing. But it's the game of comparisons, too. Um, it should have just ever, only ever been one movie. That one should have One movie, 100%. one book. Hello. What did you... Actually, let me ask you this. Yeah. What did you prefer? The Hobbit trilogy? Uh, it's apples to oranges. this show? Those were movies. Those... I know. Similar what amount would of time, I, though. Would I re- what would I rewatch again? If that's a way to answer your question. The movies. The movies. Yeah. Yeah. I want season two to be more enjoyable for me. I'm not saying it has to be better. I'm not one of these freaking negative Nellies who would like will review bombing it after only two episodes. And like, you know, if you still look at Rotten Tomatoes, it's like 85 critic, like 39% fan. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm somewhere in between the two yeah. as, a, as a metric. I, I just, I, there wasn't a lot for me to enjoy. And I didn't connect with any of the characters minus a small handful mm-hmm. i didn't get the plot lines it just felt like it was an exercise in more just like cgi big budget than anything of substance for me to bite down onto kind of getting prequel vibes you know yeah like oh just a lot of cgi and what are we doing i'll admit though the cgi looked good for the most part and weren't you critical of that one part from the one scene yeah when one scene that i i absolutely think looks fake and it's surprising to me that that it's a shot that they use in the trailer the but, whole ice climb thing yeah where she's climbing and she looks up it just has a weird look it doesn't look right it's an uncanny valley situation going on there but the rest of it i actually thought was quite good okay and this there's more cgi in this than something like like um you know any marvel movie yeah it's kind of crazy how much but all right well i think oh i have to ask oh okay one last thing mm-hmm. that i didn't understand i'm not saying I'm not putting you on defense. Can you help me clarify? So they formed the first ring at the end, but I didn't get the necessity behind it. So there's multiple rings, right? And this was the first of which, though? They made three rings. So originally... Who were those four, and what necessitated their formation? I did not understand. Four. Okay. The three. There's three rings. Sure. Uh, that the elves make. And it's they're they have like they're focused around different elements fire water and wind or something like that earth wind fire it's just one band oh yeah sorry do you remember um, and those three rings those original rings were split just among the elves and then um what's the the the, the smith that makes all the rings Calibrimbor Calibrimbor later or maybe it was earlier no it was later he makes rings for more rings for um what is it seven for the dwarves nine for humans yes yeah, yeah. whatever right um but it's it's sauron who in the fires of mount doom makes one ring in secret and it's the one ring that rule all of the rings so he stole one of these that they had he makes it himself oh but what i don't understand is how all these rings are given their power. That, which maybe they just don't. And explain. again, what necessitated? Because the whole like season long through uh, thread line for um, young Hugo Weaving was he needed to <laughs> access the mines because they have Mithril. Mm-hmm. But why did he need that? Why did they? need it for the rings i didn't understand again that what I, necessitated i it. didn't understand that either because they were mm-hmm. saying 
They were saying that mithril was the only thing that can get rid of the rot for elves, right? And literally save their species and the rot that was on that tree. Because they had to leave their home. Um, Wasn't that necessitating them to go elsewhere? It, I don't know. Yeah. But, but okay. the thing is, is it the, the mithril did get rid of the rot. But what I don't understand is then what is having what is making rings have to do with it? You know what I mean? Like they, I feel like with all the time they had, they didn't explain that well. No, and maybe, maybe it's because there's really not a good explanation in the books. Or more to come. Or more to come. Sure. But okay, um, I, I'm glad I've exercised this mm-hmm. because I haven't had anyone else to talk to about this, and you know, until I can find someone better. Um, here you are. Oh, thanks. Yeah. What you, would you give this as far a as like, six? Okay. It was. How about this? It's like when you're trying to be a teacher and be a nice teacher. There's there's plenty of room for improvement. Mm. Yeah. I actually agree. I think if in season two they actually spend some of their money on more big battle type sequences that make us feel like. Yeah. Like something, to, epic, something to buy something into. Epic. Yes. Yes. Something that, because if you think about it, a lot of shows have something that you can point to and be like, yeah, but that was a cool scene, right? Like, I mean, think about. Um, I don't know, like, like the Red Wedding episode, right? Everybody, I just rewatched that episode with my girlfriend. Yeah, you were just telling me that. Yeah. But like, everybody can point to this one episode that was like epic in some way or just, you know, it had a lasting impact. There's nothing in this show that has a lasting impact. No. And if you were to try to think about one scene that stands out, it's kind of hard. There's not that many. I mean, there really isn't. And I think that next season, if they really want to make that impact, they need to... Spend more time on some sort of big action or big big budget action sequences, like like battles, big battles or something. Yeah. Um, so what does that equate to that, for you? For me, it, this thing equates to a seven. Okay. So it sounds like you and I are a little closer than I expected, but yeah, I I needed to verbalize these things so that I didn't think any less of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? True. I just need to get this off my uh, my hot chest. Yeah, it's such a hot chest. Yeah. If you have anything you want to get off your hot chest and put right onto ours. Yeah, if you want to take uh, pictures and send them to us yep. of your hot chest, of course. All expressions welcomed. Yeah. We will accept you for what you are. <laughs> Be ye man, dwarf, elf, wizard, subnautical creatures. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, we we have a Twitter. I don't feel like we're going to probably be checking in with that thing anymore. I just wanted to clear to you. No, I'm good. Yeah. So just just email, email us. us. Randomfandomcast at gmail.com. Uh, catch up in our archive. See what we've been doing for the last six and a half years. And please come back because we're going to be talking more. Eventually, we got to go see Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. You're playing God of War. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's still a... I just finished Cobra Kai. I don't know if that's a, like a full episode's worth. We'll find, tune in to find out. There you go. Are you going to tune in? No. Okay. Thank I you. I don't listen to these. Yeah. Thank you so much for being a fan of our fandom. And stay geeky.